Welcome in to the Golf to Go Radio Hour here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Hi, everyone. I'm Frank LaRosa sitting beside me, Scott Marsh. And, Scott, this is a special edition of the Golf to Go Radio Hour as we are sitting in the ballroom at uh, the Rancho Marietta Country Club for the 2023 Celebrity Pro-Am Gold Rush Classic. Yeah, this is pretty exciting, Frank. First of all, it's good to be back out on remote. It's been a while since we've been able to do that. Great turnout. Of course, they had... Uh, the practice rounds today, the celebrities are in. There's the million-dollar million hole-in-one contest coming up tonight and then the big event tomorrow. Looking forward to it, and you and I are going to get the, uh, the chance to talk to some great sports guests tonight. You know, the room is, is filled with celebrities, and, uh, it, it, you know, getting, getting them to stop having some fun and coming over here and sitting down and talk with us is what, what would seem like to be an easy prospect isn't always that way because everybody wants to talk to them. Oh, that's they, just they, not true, Frank. I heard people coming up to me asking if they could be on the show with you tonight. <laughs> so good. Don't, don't tell me good. that. That's good to know because coming up uh, is a guy that you're really excited to talk about. Jesse Orozco was a 24-year major league pitcher. Yes. And uh, when you think about 24 years in the major league and uh, pitchers are on pitch counts now, this is a guy that, uh, that, that, you know, he never slowed down. He's the Ricky Henderson of pitchers in terms of longevity. Uh, he pitched on the 86 Miracle Mets team that won the World Series. I hate to say that, but being, I know you're a Red Sox fan. He was on my 88 Dodgers team with a magical Kirk Gibson home run. And there's Jesse right now. We'll have him in a couple of minutes. Can't wait to talk to him. Absolutely. And, and again, this is the, uh, the Gold Rush Classic, uh, uh, an event that uh, our friend John Jacobs put together a few years. I mean, you, you have an idea. Let's, I think I'll put together a celebrity uh, uh, golf tournament and raise some money for local charities and and it's one thing to say it obviously but another to to, to do it and and uh, I think John is I don't know this is the fourth or fifth year of this tournament now and it's it's really a huge success as you can tell by the by the folks that are here so we're going to talk to some folks about the tournament we're going to talk about uh, their careers and have some fun here on the golf to go radio hour we'll be back with more probably Jesse Orozco right after these messages it's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa on Sacktown Sports. Welcome back into the Golf to Go Radio Hour, a special edition at the Gold Rush Classic. We are here at uh, Ranch Marietta Country Club. Uh, uh, a little uh, a little golf was played out there today. They had a uh, celebrity skins game. We actually have the winner of, uh, of the celebrity skins game, Jesse Orozco, who played 24 years in the, in the major leagues. That's that's an incredible record. Jesse, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I, I hear you. Uh, you had a couple of skins out there today, and maybe uh, you maybe should have had another one. Your putter was a little bulky. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that it looked like it was makeable. Yeah. But the ball turned on me. Uh, that would have been an eagle. So <laughs> it was still pretty good. I, you know. I was pretty happy with uh, the way the day went. You know, Jesse, when you think about a 24-year major league career, and then Scott, Scott just had to ruin my evening by telling me that um, that you closed out the 86 series, and that's a dagger in my heart with the with my lifelong Red Sox fan. Ooh, but I'm sorry. <laughs> what, but what what an incredible! I warned them. I warned yeah. them. <laughs> what an incredible World Series that was. That had to be one of the thrills of your lifetime. It was. I was. Uh, you know, that's always been a, a pretty, pretty good rivalry. I mean, more the Yankees, Boston, but also the Mets and Boston. Uh, but um, that was uh, some good baseball back then, and uh, oh, yeah. some really, some really good players from each side. Talk about that series because it. You guys were dead in the water, obviously, and then made that great comeback, starting with Gary Carter hitting it up the middle. I mean, did you, as a team, did you guys always have the belief that you were going to win that series? Because it certainly looked like the Red Sox were going to win. 
Well, they did. They, they, they got the advantage on us. But I tell you what, this team, this 86 team we had, I'm surprised that we didn't win maybe another series or two. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't happen. But that team we had was incredible. We never gave up. We were always positive. Every guy was there to, to back each other up. So it was just a lot of – there was no holes in our whole lineup. And so we felt good about that year. Yeah. Daryl Strawberry at his best. You had Gary Carter. Oh I mean, gosh. Keith Hernandez. You guys just had star after star. Yeah, and then we had guys, you know, speedy guys with you know, Mookie, Mookie Wilson, yeah. Lenny Dykes, uh, Wally Backman. You know, yeah. You always need those little rabbits to get you started, and they – it, it makes a difference. Thanks, Scott, for uh, for, <laughs> Sorry for, for dredging that up even more. That. <laughs> Jesse, uh, you get invited to a lot of these events. You know, you get to play as a celebrity in in these kind of events. What what is it like from your point of view? I mean, obviously you love to play golf, but uh, what do you get out of a tournament like this? You know, being involved in the charity and and meeting different people to play golf with. Well, you just said the word charity. I'm all about that. Uh, I do it everywhere. Everywhere I go, when I, when I get an opportunity, uh, I love being a part of that, and it, it really it helps it helps foundations out, and and you know you, you get good direction on what they need to do with those. So sure. I enjoy doing it, and being here today, uh, you know, came in yesterday. Um, they got a hold of me, you know, pretty quick. You know, I, I'm yeah. saying not saying that, but. Uh, uh, I would share if I was going to play in this, and uh -huh. then end up being over here, and and so it's a it's a good fun, good fun of, of people, and we all just had a great day on the golf course, and we're looking tomorrow to do a you know scramble tournament, so it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got a favorite golf course? Uh, man, there's some some good ones out. I, I do have my my course that I have in, in San Diego, Del Mar Country Club. Uh huh. It's uh, it's up there pretty well, and you know I, I enjoy that. Can't go doing wrong that. there. But I, I I did Beth Page Black oh, one wow. time. How'd you play there? That's a tough course. Well, the dumbest thing I did was I said I'm going to take it on, take, <laughs> play the black, play the tips, uh, play the tips. You you saw the warning, right? It says this course is not for the I know. average yeah. golfer, right? God, it just looked like you, you hit a ball and it just like look it stops in the air and then comes straight down, mostly in a bunker. Yeah. I'm going okay. I'm going to start outside around the bunkers but that's it's a great course but there's just wonderful courses everywhere around it yeah we're talking with jesse orosco and jesse i always call you the ricky henderson of pitchers in major league baseball because ricky seemingly played forever you played forever as a pitcher too you have more career appearances in major league history than any pitcher 1252 12 <laughs> yeah i you look like you could still pitch your fitness level looks off the charts what's the secret to youth my friend well, I, you know what? Got to stay active. Um, I, I, I just enjoy, you know, whether it's, uh, I was teaching kids how to pitch for a while after I retired. Did that for about five, six years, and I'm back to kind of just relaxing again, but trying to, you know, play tournaments and yeah. play, you know, in different situations. But um, I just don't want to, I don't want to just sit back too yeah. much. Because you know, your game can go cold, and then you got to start over again. I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. Well, obviously, you did something very well for a long period of time, Frank. Before I have to ask him one more question, because my '88 Dodgers team, right? <laughs> 
Kurt Gibby, the whole thing. And, and obviously, Man, we're Frank, after you, Frank. It, it, it played, played the Mets in that same 88 series before. So what was it like? You were on the other side with Tommy Lasorda and company against the Mets. And then obviously everything that happened with the A's. Uh, with the A's? Oh, in yeah, yeah, in yeah. 88, yeah. Um, it was pretty tough on me because I just came over. I was with the yeah, Mets for nine years. Yeah, having to play them back in that yeah. National League Championship and, Series. And then I get traded over the offseason, and I'm, I'm a Dodger now. Well, I was very sad because I was happy in New York, but I was happy because I was close to home. I hadn't been close to home for so long. Yeah. And uh, we had a team, our team, the Dodgers, you would never think that we'd win yep. 50 games, let alone win 100-somethings. Oh, my God, I'll tell you what. <laughs> we just had guys that there was, we, had, we had no power hitting. Kerb no. Gibson was probably our most powerful guy, but, yeah. but still, he only hit like 23 home runs in a season. Yeah. When you, a lot of times you see uh, teams, guys have like, you know, 30, sure. 35 yeah. home runs. And, uh, and then, we, uh, then we just had guys that, you know, never gave up. Yeah. They were all, the thing is, Tommy used up the whole team. It wasn't just like his nine. He made everybody, you know, kind of yeah. get in their spot. You know, it gives a guy confidence. So yeah. that's, what, that's what made us so powerful. And you had the bulldog, Oral Hershiser, who may have had the best year in pitching history. Oh, my gosh. He was like, couldn't touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing year, Frank. You know, we were talking about earlier uh, that, that there was uh, some talk of you maybe going for a 25th year. And uh, you, you recognize, you know, your body talking to you. But I guess, if I'm correct, you finished your career with the Yankees. Is that right? Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went. I went. I was with the Padres uh, most of the season, and then I got traded to the uh, Yankees. And then about three weeks later, I went to the Twins, and that's when I ended my career. I guess I was going to ask you what the difference was with all those Mets teams, and then being over with the Yankees. Uh, as far as What's it like being with yeah. George Steinbrenner versus being in, <laughs> oh. uh, in Queens? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, George, he never shows himself around. Yeah. You know, I, I, was, I was with him for that those three weeks, but never saw him around yeah. the clubhouse. Yeah. There was a cup he of was, coffee over there. Yeah. yeah. He's probably, you know, getting his son ready for all this. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Jesse Orozco, 24-year uh, major league uh, player. He is at the... Uh, Gold Rush Classic here at Rancho Marietta Country Club, where we are for the Golf to Go Radio Hour Special Edition. Jesse, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be here and, and uh, made some money for the uh, foundation today. Make a wish, so yeah, it always feels good. Good luck with your team tomorrow. All right, thank you very All much, right. guys. This is the Golf to Go Radio Hour. We're back with more right after this. It's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa on Sacktown Sports. We are back here at the Golf to Go Radio Hour, a special edition at the Gold Rush Classic, uh, Celebrity uh, Pro-Am at uh, Rancho Marietta Country Club. We're all here trying to raise some money for charity, have a good time, uh, have the people enjoy the, the golf, the, uh, the energy that's going on, and the celebrities. And speaking of that, we have, probably have the biggest celebrity in the room. Uh, Mr. Greg Ostertag is here. And, uh, Greg, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Well, that's awfully generous. Biggest celebrity, biggest guy, yeah. <laughs> literally. Literally my, the biggest celebrity. Hey, the two words go together. My you know? celebrityism is gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, uh, Greg had a, a, a great career with the Utah Jazz, but uh, 
uh, people around here certainly will know him for the for the time he spent with the uh, with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Jazz uh, had to be really interesting with Carl Malone and Stockton and that team you guys had over there. That was, that was always, always. That I was mean, pretty I, exciting, huh? Uh, people ask me. I, I, I really got lucky getting drafted where I did because that team, that's the way they played totally fit the way I played. I'm not up and down guy. You know, I'm a half court, slow it down. <laughs> let's use 20, let's use 23 and a half seconds on the shot clock kind of guy. Yeah. Which were, and, it, and, it, and I had a, I, I had a, I couldn't have got drafted to a better team. To, for for me and, and and better team in general and a credible coach as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was yeah. Jerry Jerry and I had our had our <laughs> had our had our run-ins, but you know what? I just the day died. I cried like a baby. It yeah. just it killed me. It still so. yeah. He had that effect on so many people, and yeah. he wasn't afraid to mix it up. He was old school. Did oh, he ever very. did he ever go to blows with the guy? No, no, no. He okay. wasn't that crazy. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> we were in practice one day. And, he was mad at us, and he said, I'll fight every one of you MFers. And Carl said, well, you better go to me last. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. yeah, that was just Jerry. He just he said, I'll he said, I, I get five guys yeah. off the street to play harder than you guys are playing right now. And obviously, you guys were so close to winning it all, getting to the NBA Finals. And, of course, that was the Jordan era, and everybody remembers the shot that Jordan hit. He pushed off. We get it, but he still hit that shot. What shot. Would, what was what was that moment like, and just how 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 tough was it to recover from that? Oh, you know, it's one of those deals. It's you, you play all season to get to that point, and you get there, and you have four chances to, or seven chances to win four. And where we killed ourselves, especially in the second time, was we lost home home, home yeah. court, and you just can't do that. Uh, and and yeah, they had Michael, but you know, as great as Michael was, they were beatable. We just didn't do what we needed to do to win the game. Yeah. We you know uh, we had. I think if we go, and I'm not saying this because I played it. I think if we go to Game Seven with them, in the second time we beat them. You got them. I, yeah. I do, I, and I believe, and I believe that, and I always believe it. But you know, if if we're fifth, we'd all be drunk. So yeah, you know, so <laughs> understood. Uh, it, it it was a fantastic time. I, I I got to do more in my career than a lot of guys get to do. Yeah, a lot of guys will never see the playoffs. A lot of guys will never, you know, for sure, never reach the finals. So. Yeah. You know, we we forget how hard it is to get there, actually, and uh, and. And the people that have been there the first time, they take it for granted. We'll be back next year, right? Yeah, and you, and you may never see it again. Yeah. And, and uh, of course, that was our first time ever that you know, when we beat Houston. And I'm talking about uh, it was funny because I did an interview in the locker room after the game, and I said it'd be uh, you know it'd be great if we could see some people from St. George and Cedar City there. We got there, and two guys knocked on my three guys knocked on my window. <laughs> we saw your interview and drove all the way up, and it's it's. <laughs> It's about – it took them probably the same amount of time to drive there as it did for us to fly back. Yeah. So, it was it was pretty incredible. We got there that night, and I remember it like it was yesterday. There was 20,000 people at the airport at wow. 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It was insane. Oh, my God. It's the Golf to Go Radio. I'm Frank LaRosa. I'm Scott Marsh. And we forget, but Salt Lake City is much like Sacramento in terms of fan passion. And yeah. Obviously, you came here to Sacramento. It was during – just after the, 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 the Lakers' big rundown with the Kings, you came two years afterwards, 04, 05, you were there when Weber was on the tail yeah. end, the Minnesota series, the, the Game yeah. 7, all of that. Just talk about the experience with Rick Adam and being in Sacramento. Well, you know, Rick, I, I've always known Rick be a good coach and was a great coach. He had some great teams and made some good runs. Uh, just it was a different crowd for me over here. You know, yeah. like I said, it was uh, these guys were a little more run and gun. Uh, 
and you know the irony of the whole thing is I spent spent eight months here and got traded back to Utah. Right, so finish your career like, they, Utah. they missed me that much. They tra- <laughs> traded for me. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed you know California just for the little time I was here. I loved to fish, and so I went over to the Delta and fished. Yeah. I actually got to turkey hunt in somebody's backyard somewhere. I don't even remember. <laughs> so, and then some guy took us duck hunting, but I enjoyed the, the time here. I had, yeah. The guys were great. It was fun. So, you know, Greg, uh, you got to you got to help us uh, with with a rumor. I, I, I you know, I to hear you talk. You just took up the game two weeks ago. To hear everybody else in the room, you got the best swing they've ever seen. Not not only well, for the fact that you're a seven you know, footer. I think. Well, is what I, to say. I don't know. Scott told me earlier. Well, Yes, again, and I had a chance to cover Greg with the Kings, and then, of course, I was playing in the Kings uh, tournament, celebrity tournament. Uh, it was roughly five years ago at Granite Bay. I was fortunate enough to get paired up with Greg, and, of course, I, I made the stereotype. Here's the seven-footer who probably has never picked up a club before, uh, right? It's yeah. Greg Ostertag who we're playing with today, right? And I tell you what, and I mean this with all sincerity, this man here is the best golfer I've ever played with. Like, not only did you hit it 300 yards. No, no, let me finish. Let okay, me finish before okay. you try to say, no, that's not true. 300 yards straight, and you would expect the power. Yep. But not only that, the touch around the greens, a short game, amazing. And I asked him at the time what your index was. I think you said right around two. Yeah, that may be. And that may be exactly. I think at my best, I was probably pushing a five somewhere. Okay. There. But I still, but I, you got to remember, I lived in Arizona, and I played every yes. freaking day. You, I mean, were, I, you were fantastic. Yeah. And I made the comment to him, he should be playing up in Edgewood. Of course, the celebrity tournament's going on. Yeah. And you had said you had actually tried or looked into it a little bit. And yeah. they, they and wouldn't I'm make room for you. celebrity enough for that one. Maybe we won't <laughs> cover that uh, other tournament anymore if they don't get yeah, that that's, uh, that's why we're here at this yeah. tournament here. But it, don't feel bad about that because Paige Sporonic, who has 4 million Instagram followers, can't get in the tournament now. So. Yeah, right. Well, I think, you know, it's, I think she's got a little more going on than just golf. I just. I, I heard the best description about your swing, though. I've, I mean, I've never heard this before. Jesse Orozco said, your follow through or your, your swing, you know, through the ball is like someone hitting underwater. It's just so smooth. And I, you know, that is, that's very easy to picture. And so much of us want to be able to do that. Um, but I, I was just I was blown away by that description. Well, I, you know, I, I, I have to swing smooth because I'm so big yeah. that when I get to the top of my backswing, if I get quick or fast, I, it'll, throw my whole, it'll throw my whole shot off. So I've learned. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I love playing power game of golf. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to rear back and get after one. But when I get on, the, when I get on my irons, especially during, you know, inside of 160 yards, I have to slow down. It just I make better contact. Uh, but I just, like I said, if I, if I get fast, I get out of balance, I guess is a good way to say it. So This is the Golf to Go Radio Hour. We're talking with Greg Ostertag and Scott Marshall's with me, uh, Frank LaRosa here. But, um, uh, Greg, you probably get invited to a number of these uh, charity celebrity events. Um, wh- what does it mean to you to be involved, not only having some fun, but, but doing some good for local charities? Uh, you know, I really enjoy it. Uh, some of them, I'm actually going to a, uh, celeb- uh, not a celebrity, but a charity uh, kidney foundation walk in Kansas City. And uh, which, in, you know, kidney kidney foundation means a lot to me with my sister and all that, with a uh, kidney that, that I gave her. And so, uh, but anytime I can be involved in charity, especially when it involves kids, uh, it's one of my favorite things in the world. I played in a, uh, you know, the University of Kansas, they put on a basketball game that I just, I was the coach of this year because I, I played last year and I couldn't walk four days after I played. So, yeah. <laughs> so this year I told him I wasn't playing. And then, uh, and then uh, I went to Minnesota actually last week. And these guys, you probably don't know about me. 
I played in a charity hockey event up there. Oh, my, oh my god! And I love to play hockey. <laughs> I play hockey once a week in Dallas. That's Aaron, awesome. Yeah. You and Zidane Chara, huh? Yeah, I make him look little, though. But, yeah. uh, one of the things we had, we had a, the, one of the lead guitarists from our band called OAR. Have you heard of him? I have. There's, his the lead guitarist, his son, his name is Richard Ahn, and he had a, his sons were out there playing. One of his little bitty kid. Oh, wow. And so we made this plan for him. We were going to do the face-off together, and I was going to spread my legs out, and he went right through them, and I mean he shot right through them just like he was supposed to. Oh, my We've got video of it. It's great. So That's awesome. Frank, it feels like Greg's been doing this a long time, hosting shows and all of this. Uh, it's because yeah. he has. Yeah, he, he has his own show, and he has yeah. his own sports bar. Tag my, Talk, yeah. Tag, tag Talk down in Mount Vernon, Texas. Little Mount Vernon, Texas. East of Dallas, about an hour and a half, 3,000 people. We got my animals, all my animals, my cows. I, have, I own two camels, so they're, they're big, both pets. And, uh, and then we, I do have a sports ball down there called Tags. <laughs> so. Well, as you know, you know, people want to hear who, the, who, who you are, who any of us are on, on the radio. And, and so many of us uh, put on some sort of a front. But you're Greg, and, uh, you know, it's great. And I know the audience is enjoying this very much, as much as we are. Well, I try not to look at myself as Greg the basketball player anymore. You know, yeah. I've been done for so long, uh, especially in little town. You know, it's hard because I do stick out like a sore thumb. You know, when I walk into places, people's, people just quit what they're doing. But uh, I like for people just to know me as Greg, especially in the town I live in, as Greg the guy that just lives there. And I own a sports bar. I'm not be- I try not to be like – I don't want to be that guy that everybody, I think I'm better than everybody because I don't think I am. So I just enjoy, I enjoy small town living. I enjoy charity events. I just, I do enjoy talking to people a lot of times. I'm like everybody that will have bad, you know, grumpy days where I'm like, 7-2, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't catch you on one of those. No, right? no, no. I'm having a good time. But, you know, these, all these guys, these are great yeah. guys. All yeah. these guys, you know. Absolutely. From, from, from uh this first year, I've ever met Jesse, but, man, you're talking about playing the golf. Woo. He can play. Oh, son. He can flat out play. Uh, Greg Barnes, yeah. pretty good stick. Uh, and just to meet these guys, especially the ones I met last year with uh, Greg Lloyd and those guys, it's, it's, there's a lot of good guys. It's fun to play, come out here and, and do this kind of thing with guys that are good guys. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we appreciate you so much spending a little time with us, Greg Ostertag, uh, on the Golf to Go Radio Hour. Good luck tomorrow. I can't wait. I can't wait to see who, what team I get to play around. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back with more on the Golf to Go Radio Hour right after this. It's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa on Sacktown Sports. We are back here at uh, the Rancho Marietta Country Club for the Gold Rush Classic, the 2023 Celebrity Pro-Am. This is a lot of fun out here, Scott. We're having a great time. We need to do more shows live. Well, if we could do events like this all the time, we would. I know it drives you nuts, but uh, we'll just have to put that on the docket. Uh, good friend uh, Brian Little is the head golf professional here at uh, Ranch Marietta Country Club. And uh, as the host professional, Brian, we thought we'd uh, talk a little bit about what these celebrities have in store for them tomorrow. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, uh, Brian, mostly what I remember f- about you over the years that I've known you is that whenever you're in a tournament, I know I'm playing for second place. So <laughs> you've got you've got yourself quite a game, and uh, and you, and your dad, Scott Little, uh, you know who we, uh, uh, we we both love. You know Scott was uh, a golf rep for for so many years, and uh, and to have uh, his son in the business, I'm sure that makes him happy as well. It's it's been fun. There was a period about five six years before he retired where he came to me and he goes you know i used to walk into the pro shop and i'd be scott little the mizuno rep 
Now I walk into the pro shop and I'm Brian Little's dad. <laughs> so it's been a nice kind of change of guard over the, the years. The question I want to know, because we interviewed Jesse Orozco, we interviewed Greg Ostertag, who I'm pretty sure are the two best celebrity golfers here. Uh-huh. How does your game stack up to those two? Did you get a chance to see them swing today? To those guys? Yeah. I think I'm all right. I can hold my own Okay. There. Not on the basketball court or maybe in their, in their field, but, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, don't take I mean, fastballs from Jesse either. They carry some pretty good games out there. They do, but I can get it in the all hole right. pretty well. All right, fair enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them know that. Like I said, I always know I'm playing for second yeah, place when you. he's in the field. Okay. Brian, uh, Rancho Murrieta Country Club, you know, for so many years has, has just been one of the hallmark uh, courses uh, here in Northern California, you know, with the, with the, the PGA tournament that, that, that was here and Arnold Palmer walking the grounds and actually helping to design some of the course here. What, what, when you come to work every day, what does what being at Rancho Murrieta mean to you? Um, everything. I mean, I grew up out here, so since the age of four, I've been a member out here at the club. This was my first job as a cart attendant driving carts up to the lot and picking the range um, from 16 until about 20. And then uh, went and played Sac State and started getting into the golf business in every facet that I could. And then about nine years ago, got the call that the head, sorry, the first assistant position was open and I jumped on it because, I mean, this is, this is home. So it's, it's a pleasure to be where I grew up and it's a pleasure to be a part of something that you cherish so much. And you try to make it better. And you just grow it day by day. You know, I think most everybody that's a golfer knows about uh, the facility. But it's a 36-hole facility. Uh, two course. The uh, the north course was certainly the tournament course. Mm-hmm. And the south course was built after that. Um, what can these players expect tomorrow, both the, uh, the celebrities and, uh, you know, the amateurs that are playing with them? Well, course is in great condition, so they're going to have some nice uh, fast greens. Obviously, the north is going to be challenging with all the undulations out there. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have some tricky obstacles just on normal course setup out there. Um, but it's going to be a little warm. That's definitely going to be yes, a, it will. a challenge. So, you know. Keeping yourself uh, moderately cool as you can it is going to be. Only means the ball's going to go far, far. That though. that is, yeah, that is key. So you know the long drive guys are yes. going to love it because they get an extra ten yards because it's over hundred degrees. But it's going to be a fun event. They're just going to have a lot of festivities out there. Got a lot of competitions for all the players in the tournament. Cool. And then what's cool is all of the people that walk around the tournament, right? Yeah. All the people that are here to look at the celebrities and support the causes and everything that's going on. So. It's kind of a fun energy that's going to happen tomorrow. You know, we, we come to a tournament, and, and we enjoy it, and we, we look at it, and we, we're a part of it, and we have fun. And when you think about what goes in to getting that golf course, the, the volunteers, mm-hmm. and everybody ready, you guys have been getting ready for this for a while now. Uh, yeah, no, we've, uh, <laughs> we've had this on the books for quite a while, and then... Uh, also, every week leading up to it, there's always changes. Celebrities are in, celebrities are out. You know, the the total player of numbers changes. Who's in on each group changes until up till the night before. So there's always little curveballs. There's no such thing as a, a perfect golf tournament right off the box. You always know there's going to be something. But you know, we do our best to uh, just give everybody a really fun time. What's your favorite part of this course? When 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 you stand on the first tee. I can hardly wait till I get to this hole because I, I eat this one up. Um, I just love the greens, honestly, because I've been playing them my whole life. I get out here, especially people that haven't played out here a while, and I can make so many putts go in that, <laughs> that it's, it starts to get really fun. And I don't really love any hole over another. Um, I just love the, the complexion of the greens and the elevated greens 
from the approach, you know, going into it. And then, uh, yeah, it's such a characteristic golf course and, and challenging. And certainly the north course has, has been the premier course, but uh, the, the south course is no slouch. I no, mean, south is You can't fine. expect to go over there and just tear that up. You can't. And well, south, I can't. And you south can. is sneaky, too. So yeah. even though you don't have all the challenges like the short-sighted shots around the greens like the north does, you know, the greens break very subtly, where if you go from north to south, you're going to swing putts over on the north that aren't going to break very much on the south. So you get a kind of little different of both worlds. you got more flatland golf over on that side of the river, and then over here on this side of the river, you got the more hillside complexion. What's, uh, what's five years, ten years down the road for Brian Little? Uh, well, hopefully I'm still here, and this place is just booming out of control, and we're maxed out on members, and everybody's happy. Scott, that's pretty good. I like that idea. I like yeah. that a lot. And I'm looking forward to, right. to seeing your game out there. And I'm looking forward to uh, this tournament tomorrow. Brian, appreciate you spending some time with us. Brian Little is the head golf professional at uh, Ranch Miria Country Club. And uh, he will be very busy tomorrow. Absolutely. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Scott, I, I tell you, this uh, when, when you're in an event like this where, where you've got people coming and going and, and – uh, you know, uh, what is it, a million-dollar hole-in-one coming, coming up? up. You're, well. you're emceeing that? Yeah. Are you nervous? Somebody might win a million bucks. That would be pretty exciting. No, actually, that would be fun. That would give us something to talk about it on would. the show next can week. I, do I get a shot at this? How does this work? <laughs> I don't know, but I know somebody. I'll see what I can do to help you out. I think this guy might win a million bucks here coming up. You know, this sure. guy This guy is a player. You know, we had him, uh, we had him on the show last week, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so much fun to have – Homegrown athletes, homegrown celebrities. Yes, it is. And, and Greg Vaughn is Doesn't get any better than this yeah. guy. <laughs> Greg, Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us again. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for uh, what you did for uh, my tournament also, you know, for Vaughn's Valley Foundation. You got it. You know, like, like you said, though, it's, it's, it's special to have, you know, people from Sacramento. You know, me and Dusty were talking about this at the All-Star Game. You know, even though we had uh, – you know, we had a – beautiful new arena you know downtown but you sort of miss that arco feel a little bit you know what i mean where it was community and like that you know it's uh you know when you when you're from sacramento when you're from sacramento you know we're we're proud to be from here you know this is this is who we are and uh you know, it is what it is. It's Sacktown, baby. That's oh, what yeah, it is. for sure. 916 for life. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. Now, people know this, of course, but you had a 50 home run season. We didn't get into it last time. You were down in San Diego. The World Series experience, all about that. We were talking to Jesse Orozco, 24 years. He, of course, was in a couple of World Series. What was it like for you? What was that moment down in San Diego like? You know, I don't even know if there's any words to describe yeah. it. It, it you, know, you know what it is? Uh, this is the memory I do have, though. You know, most guys get 50 home runs. They basically get a lifetime contract, and, they're, yeah. you know, they stay there. I got traded. You know what I mean? <laughs> so That's, uh, not, that's not right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, I, I think my, you know, my, my grandmother and my mother and, you know, my village, they prepared me for all those type of situations. Yeah. So I used it as motivation. You know, I went to Cincinnati and had one of the – Funnest times playing baseball I ever had in my life. And, Great uh, baseball city. Oh shoot, the tradition, everything about you know. And I had Aaron Boone, I had Pokey Reese, yeah. uh, Dimitri Young, Mike Cameron, and Sean Casey. You know, it was. I, I, I don't know why I, you know, I wanted to stay in San Diego for the rest of my career. I, and that's one of the only times that Tony Gwynn 
basically came out of his comfort zone and said, what are you guys doing? You know, he's under contract. Why are you trading him? He he would take less to stay here. But you know what? It is what it is. You know what? So that's my 50 (laughs) season story. You know, but you know what? The cool thing about it was I had a month and a half. I was stuck on 49. So I had a month and a half hit 50. Yep. And what's the pressure building? You know, it's pressure of myself that I put on myself. You know, we were 30 games. We won the West by 30 games. Uh, we We were in Arizona. Uh, we're losing by one run in the ninth inning. We're, you know, we're losing by uh, one run in the top of the ninth. There's a man on first and second. Boats come. First, I go in the tunnel. I said, you know what? You jack. You know what? Yep. 49 is still a pretty good year. And uh, Boach comes up to me. He goes, hey, Bonnie, you know, you want this a bat? You know, I'll put somebody else in. I said, you know, what? hey, Boach. We hadn't celebrated yet. So I said, I want to run off the field with my teammates. Yeah. But I cussed myself out basically in the tunnel before that and said, 49 is not a bad year. But it was really bad, especially if you had a month and a half to hit 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, Aaron Small was the pitcher. And uh, it was 0-2. And he hung me a slider, and I hit it yeah. in their bullpen. My whole team ran out like it was wow. the Little League so World awesome. Series. <laughs> so awesome. I almost killed Davey Lopes at first base. <laughs> you know, I got to uh, Flannery at third base, almost killed him. And when I turned third base, my whole team was there because they oh, wanted it so, so bad. Awesome. Just yeah. as much as I did. How yeah. cool. And from Boach being halfway out there, I mean, it was, I mean, hitting instructor, I mean, everyone was there. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, to be, to have that. You know, I guess is part of your resume is, is special. But also, I had a lot of the bitterness to why did I get traded. Yeah, I can only imagine. Boy. Yeah, yeah so. You're here to play some golf for charity. And as we said at the beginning, obviously charity is very important to you. What What do you expect out of your team tomorrow? You're going you gonna to bring them along? Or are they going to help you? You know what? I, uh, you, know, my, you know, my philosophy is, A, it's the name in the front. You know, we're playing for charity. So. Yep. yep. Do we all need, do we need another trophy or not need another trophy? You know, it's to raise money for a good cause and to help our communities, you know, and uh, support John and whatever the charity is, you know. And that's why I'm here because, you know, all of Sacramento, the whole Sacramento region is important to me. You know, it's to make it, you know, know, the, the best that we possibly can. And, you know, we've all been blessed and it's my way to give back. Did you play in the Skins game today? Yeah, unfortunately, I played with Jesse Roscoe. He was one of my teammates. And he, I, he was the one making all the skins. Huh? Yeah, but he didn't have a job, though. See, this is Frank. You know what I mean? Pitchers do not have jobs. You know what I mean? We are going to spring training. We are walking outside at 9 o'clock. We don't get out to 3. You know, if they're not pitching that day, they get there like at 6.37, get their work in, and they're golfing. You know what? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't even take up golf. What a life. What a life they got. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But Jesse is one of my closest friends. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. And you know what? And like I said, I've been blessed to have a lot of great people in my circle. You know what I mean? And even like Dusty. So, you know, I was at the All-Star game. You know, I played in the first one there. My son was able to experience the oldest one to experience it. So I took his son with me since last Wednesday. And... We were on the field. We 
we were eating dinner with Dusty, and he's asking him questions. You know, those are the things that you can't get back. No you know doubt. what I mean? You know, making memories. And like I said, it, it's something about Sacramento. It, it's the guys that and that sort of paved the way for all of us. You know, from if there's one thing I can say to Sacramento, man, let's get Renfrey Field back. Let's get it back. Yeah, I, yeah. Let's get it back. I mean, it's a tradition. It's, you know, those those nightly games, summer league games were so special and such a great part of the city. Let's get that back. Let's find a way for the city to work with myself or Leon or whoever it is. But let's get it back because that that's what's that's part of Sacramento. I so, think I think that that is a really great goal. I really like that a lot. I, I think we should get behind it. We got to figure I, out how we get involved. In that, we're going to get a petition going for that. All right. I, I think we should. I, you know what? Because it, it is Sacramento. Okay. You, you know what? At me being 16 and going out there playing with Steve Sachs and you know. Uh, Chris Bazio, Jerry Royster, Roland. I mean, just I'm, I'm learning how to play with the big leaguers. You can't get that anywhere else. And my man Greg Lloyd right here, one of the baddest mans on the pl- planet right here. <laughs> he is. He is. I mean, that, I mean, that's my guy. You know, so. Uh, I think we're getting ready for the million-dollar yeah, hole You guys are going to have to get out there. So are, are you involved in that, Greg? I am. But have you ever seen the tag? I, I mean, he, he he's like the big, the seven-foot big easy. Greg, <laughs> he is the tag. big easy. That's true. That's a great call right the there. Big, his tempo is so yes. sick. It's, it's so silky. I told you he's the best golfer I've ever played with. Well, his temple is not, not, <laughs> no, 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 he's really good. Let's go. He is good. Here, here goes another man that's the best, too, right here. I'm coming right now. I'm coming. I'm coming. Scott, unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave I, you the rest of the no show. No problem. i, I got to go and see this. But, you guys get going. But thanks to Jesse, to, to Greg Ostertag, yes. Brian Little, and Greg Vaughn. Thanks for being with us on the show today. I'll leave it over to you, Scott. This Sounds is the Golf to Go Radio Hour. Frank LaRosa out. Let's go, Frank. Let's go. Let's get go win there. this. Win a million bucks. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. They're going to go out for charity. So there is a million-dollar hole-in-one challenge that's coming up here at Rancho Marietta Country Club. It's part of the two-day event here. Tremendous charity event, two days overall, as everybody's mobbing Greg Vaughn right now. Get your photos in. There we go. All right, so that's going to be going on. We'll carry it for the next few minutes here. And, again, uh, tomorrow's the event. And if you want to come out, it's open to the public, so you can come on out and watch the celebrity list, as you heard about it, Greg Vaughn is out here. Jesse Orozco, Greg Ostertag, Mike Merriweather. Uh, the list goes on and on. Mike Schumann. Um, so feel free to come on out here. And uh, we're looking forward to that. It's a big day of golf, actually, this weekend in our area because you've got the American Century Championship coming up. That's going to be in Lake Tahoe. Uh, that's Friday through Sunday. And we know about the celebrities up there in Tahoe. Uh, Steph Curry is playing. John Elway's back for the first time in many years. That's always an awesome event. If you're looking for a getaway on Saturday and Sunday, highly encourage going up to Lake Tahoe, taking it in. We all know it's going to be over 100 degrees, supposed to be 110 over the weekend. So go on up to uh, Lake Tahoe and check that in. But if you're looking for something to do tomorrow, the event, the place to be is out here at Rancho Murrieta golf club because again this is where the gold rush classic takes place it's the 23rd annual event and just to give you a little bit of history about the the gold rush classic we didn't really get a chance to get into it earlier but the gold rush classic was one of the premier senior events in the area i mean it was a a regular tour event 
on the senior event. So you had Arnold Palmer coming out here, Chi-Chi Rodriguez, Lee Trevino. I mean, all the very best when you go back to the golden era of golf. I don't know if Jack Nicholas ever made it out here. I'm not sure if he did or not, but so many of the great golfers in the era of the 60s, the 70s, the early 80s, once they turned 50 and they went a part of the senior tour, they would come out the Rancho Marietta, and, and those events were so much fun. I had a chance to cover them when I was first starting at the station in the late 90s, and I tell you, it was one of the best experiences. Chichi Rodriguez, when he would flip his fedora and move his putter after draining one, uh, it was magical, and, and all those guys so very approachable, and that's obviously for all of us who love golf that makes it so much fun. You can tell by just the people being out here, the vibe for a celebrity event like this, but even the golfers so accessible after a round and so much willing to talk to reporters and get involved in the local community and, of course, all the local flavor of um, the charity aspect to senior-level golf makes it really, really special. Speaking of celebrities, Olden Polonese has just checked in the building. Of course, OP played with the Kings, one of my favorite guys. We'll see if we maybe can get him on for a couple of minutes here as we wrap things up here from the uh, Gold Rush Classic. See if I can put on a headset with him for a couple minutes. He's going to do it just for a second here. So there we go. We got Olden Polonese, former King Center. OP, it is great to see you, my friend. How are you? I am doing so wonderful. Glad to be back here. Um, it's so much fun coming back, man. Seriously, it really is. It so, is. And this is like one of those events that the minute John Jacobs says, hey, we're having it. You got to be there. I block the three, four days out. I don't care what happens after that. They can send me all kinds of invitations, but this is the one I'm definitely doing. I love it. You know what? I had such a great time covering you as a Kings player. You're one of my favorites. And I had a chance to cover your son, who's playing down at Long Beach State. I do the UC Davis games as That's well. Right. I was looking forward to seeing you. You weren't at the, the, the game down south this year. But anyways, tell us what it's like to have a son who's playing hoops down. What, what advice do you give him? It, it's amazing. Um, not so much that he's my son. It's amazing watching his growth, you know, as a player and as a person. He's always been a great kid. Mm -hmm. But, you know, seeing how he's developed, because one of the things that's really amazing about him is the fact that even though he has a dad that played basketball mm -hmm. he's really like trying to focus on being his own person yeah. being his own man and getting it done on his own he's like dad there's certain things only you can help me with yeah so when the time comes i'm gonna ask you which he's done good but the rest of it he wants to do on his own yeah and so i appreciate that because that's what i did yep. you know and i don't mean like on my own like there's no help but it's like, you know, there's some things you need to find out for yeah, yourself. Right. And so that's how he is. And I, I can appreciate that. But we're having fun working out because uh, a week and a half ago, we went one-on-one. -on -one. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he got me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So is it one of those deals where you'll never play him again? Oh, I'll keep playing because that's how he's going to get better, yeah. by playing somebody with my size and weight. Yeah. I have a little bit more weight now. But um, it's the fact that, you know, even though I still have the mental aspect ahead of him, but and he's got me physically, but it's always good to go up against somebody your size. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things he had to get better at is getting accustomed to being, to getting stronger and playing against bigger and stronger guys. But he's definitely, I mean, I don't want to jinx him. He, but he, he He's can, got a lot of skill. No, he's I'm got impressed a lot by of him. Skill. He's, he's a good player. 
he can get there. Yes. He, he can definitely get there. No and doubt. he's been doing he's been doing a lot of personal workouts. Um with um I don't know if you know you know Bill Baino, right? Yeah, I know Bill Baino, Dan so Munson, the He's crew. been working with Bill Baino yeah. and it's coming along. I mean his skill set, I wish I had that skill set. Yeah. What he has, being able to shoot the three and shot blocking. He ran a four five forty. Wow. Nothing else needs to be said. Flash. I don't even drive 454. <laughs> <laughs> OP, I know you got to get out for a million-dollar shot. I'm only hoping you can save a little bit for me when you knock it in the hole-in-one here coming up in a couple minutes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it is great seeing you, my friend. Have a great time out there, and have a great time tomorrow at the oh, tournament. Oh, thank you so much, man. It's good to see you. You're good people, OP. All right. Thank you so much. All right. That's going to do it for the Golf to Go show. For Frank LaRosa, I'm Scott Marsh signing off. Thanks for listening today. We've been at the Rancho Muria Country Club. If you want to come out tomorrow, the tournament, the Gold Rush Classic all day out here at Rancho Muria. Have a great day, everyone.